0: Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there.
1: It just exploded, it did great, and that was after trying a bunch of videos that didn't do well. So I was like, I'm gonna do a video a week, a sketch a week, until i find my thing or whatever and i think that's like a good practice because it gets you in the habit of of creating every week and putting something out and then what's good about that is you don't just when (laughs) you don't just find your thing right away you kind of stumble upon it but in that process of stumbling you become really good at the act of creating so when something takes off, you're ready to put up another video the next week, and that video has, you know, you've done enough reps that that next video will probably be better. Hot
0: breath. What's goody, Hot verse. Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and let's jump right in to today's episode. We are on a mission to cultivate the next generation of great comics, and today's guest has a roadmap, a blueprint for how you comics can start using social media to build an engaged fan base that sells out venues across the country. He's done it, and now he's here to share how you can do it as well. A lot of exciting things happen here at Hot Breath. We're in the middle of announcing a very exciting rebrand coming up, and you can actually get a nice teaser of that. The final reveal will be on our year anniversary of our Write 10 Club. It's our daily writing club we've been doing in our free Facebook group for almost an entire year now. If you're looking to break your writer's block and write a new joke every single day, go join that Facebook group. And if you want to get in on the know of the new identity of Hot Breath, we've been in this game over five years now, over 300 comedy interviews, and we're about to polish it up a little bit. So go check out our Patreon banner. We did a fan- contest patreon banner and the winner just happens to be a very talented graphic designer who is now helping us completely rebrand the hot breath of so go check out martha bowl's work over on our patreon see that beautiful artwork it's linked in the show notes and while you're there go ahead and join the patreon every month we do a hundred dollar joke contest in there the best set gets a hundred bucks go join that level up your writing and let's get into this episode. There is only one thing left to do. And that is inhale a hot breath. With Charlie Barenza. Ah. All right. Hot breath of verse. Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and we are on a mission to cultivate the next generation of great comics by interviewing today's great comics. And our guest today has really blazed a trail for so many comics to learn from. He was an Emmy-winning journalist that became a stand-up, discovered a character in his stand-up, and instead of taking voice lessons like people in the industry were telling him, he's like, never mind, I'll just post videos every day and then see what happens. And now the rest is just viral history. And he has one of the most well-known social media accounts in this comedy game. And we're excited to learn all about how we can do the same. So take notes and prepare yourselves for Mr. Charlie Barons, everyone. Let's give it up for Charlie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, thank you for doing this, man. You, you really, like just to jump right into it, it's now more than ever with the pandemic, I I mean, I was booked all last year, all like I was that was my first year where I was like, oh, I'm like I'm like a working, consistent comic. I'm like headlining clubs. I'm like doing the job. And then it all evaporates. And now I'm like, well, what now? Like I've doubled down on this podcast, but now I'm in this mindset of like, well, where is what is my Manitowoc like minute? What is what is my thing? You know, like how how were you able to I know you did a lot to try it, but maybe for comics, what what can we do to start to find, as you say, you're tapped into a voice in your head and just started to do it a lot. How can we find our voice in our head?
1: Well, you know, I think it's all about kind of finding your niche, I guess. I, I got to a point where I was doing red carpet reporting and all that sort of stuff, because I was doing hosting, I was doing news, I was doing a bunch of other things, but the red carpet stuff was kind of what really pushed me into stand up. Because, uh, you know, there's nothing really more soul sucking than red carpet reporting. <laughs> uh, and, so, and so that really pushed me to do stand up. And when I was doing stand up, I was like, you know, what's unique about me uh, mm-hmm. and, and what distinguishes me from like every other comic that I'm seeing. And part of it was just my news background and but that wasn't too relatable so i was like okay what makes it relatable oh i always messed up the way i said things on air so then i just developed this character that doubled down on everything that people said was wrong about him and then um what ended up happening is it found the niche of the the, that midwest niche and it was just it's sort of underserved you know there are a bunch of comedians from the south but the midwest didn't have a ton so And I noticed that uh, because the first video I released on it, it just exploded, it did great. And that was after trying a bunch of videos that didn't do well. So I was like, I'm gonna do a video a week, a sketch a week until I find my thing or whatever. And I think that's like a good practice because it gets you in the habit of, of creating every week and putting something out. And then what's good about that is you don't just, when you don't just find your thing right away, you kind of stumble upon it, but in that process of stumbling, you become really good at the act of creating. So when something takes off, you're ready to put up another video the next week. And that video has, you know, you've done enough reps that that next video will probably be better. So I think that's kind of the idea of creating, um consistently gets you good creation and then how that translates to stand up is nobody really cares how good your stand up is and this is unfortunately but nobody cares when they're booking you how good your stand up is you can be the you cannot even do stand up i got friends who haven't even done stand up or hadn't done stand up they booked a tour and then they wrote a performance for a stage. Now, if it's bad, you know, if it's bad, you can only do that once. But, you know, if you're already a stand up and you have that skill set already baked in, really, it's just about getting the videos to take off. And uh, with your following, you can book theaters, you can book whatever you want. So it's kind of a backdoor uh, way into stand up. Uh, you don't have to hustle as much on stage, I guess, or opening for people. It, it's sort of a, a cheat, if you will, from a stand-up perspective to headline, you know?
0: Well, there, there can be, like, some, some like, OG comics are, like, these social media kids taking our weekends. You know, they're, like, <laughs> the club only has 52 weeks and half of them are these social media kids. But it's, like, yeah. it's like get with it. Uh, you know, get yeah. with it or get run over at the end of the day. Like, it's evolving <laughs> and now more than ever you are seeing people blow up on social media with a character and then they have a show of that character and that that's Mm -hmm. almost becoming it's almost becoming the new style of stand-up in a sense yes there's the bill burrs and people like that but like the next wave it seems like how you stand out is you find what's unique about you and just kind of build a show around that
1: yeah yeah and and let me just also reiterate so much respect for you know the comedians who do it like the old school way i think it's harder personally but Mm -hmm. yeah why not use the tools at your disposal and if you know while you're building your count your stand-up career it makes sense to build your video career because a lot of bits every bit you do on stage could be a, a sketch you know and the idea there is just basically is it relatable um is it relatable to someone scrolling so it's a little different like it's got to be uh, the the idea or the sketch headline or whatever it has to be enough to stop someone's thumb from moving up in a system that's constantly perpetuating it to move up so <laughs> it's tough but at the end of the day it's all fun because it's all creating in some aspect. And as long as you're doing that, you're doing the right thing. How did you get, how did you get over that mental block?
0: Because I've, I've had days where I'm like, all right, this is the day I'm posting a skit or this is the day I'm even just going to hold up my phone and talk into it. And then I'm, I'll, I'll like go to bed with that intention. And as I wake up, Mm -hmm. excuses start all, as soon as I wake up, they're like, well, you shouldn't, that's dumb or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you block that critic and just create?
1: You know, it's it's about I think just saying okay, every week I'm putting out a, a video or whatever it is, whatever's attainable, mm-hmm. and start with something super attainable. Start with TikTok. TikTok is a platform, though it has so many problems and whatever. It's it it is one of the platforms where you can grow quickest, and um, you can you, it, it's like the trends are just different uh, improv games, you know? So yeah, a lot of people do improv and you go to UCB and it's like, this is the game for this bit. You know, mm-hmm. that's basically what TikTok is with its trends. It's like, how funny can you make this in this um, time frame or whatever? And then you see sort of, also, TikTok, I think, is on the front edge of like new comedy. Like comedy that a bunch of us will look at initially and be like, that's not comedy, that's not even funny. You know, uh, but there are so many different ways to use the tool to make it funny. So it's not that TikTok isn't funny. I mean, they're probably spying on everything that's going on, on your phone. That's right. what they're doing wrong. Well. But so are all the uh social <laughs> media gents. But um, but yeah, just, just giving you different avenues to think creatively. It's basically giving you a box to work out of. I don't know if I'm explaining this in the most coherent way, but yeah, you know. I mean, basically, yeah, what I'm
0: hearing is just set a super low attainable goal. If it's a, if it's a skit a week, if it's just a video of you talking every week about whatever, it's just set an attainable goal. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it, and the more comfortable
1: you'll get at it exactly and you'll get that momentum too of like oh i accomplished this i can accomplish that and then uh slowly you know people will respond to something and then as soon as people are responding in the comments you reply back to them and now you have fans and you kind of build it and it snow snowballs hopefully you know what were
0: some of the early ideas you had that you said didn't work what were you trying
1: Ah, uh, just it, it was like a lot of one-off sketches it was sort of um political comedy there was just a lot of political comedy out there at the time or you know kind of the John Stewart thing everyone was doing the Jon Stewart thing so um and then uh yeah just one-off sketches that were like like I did sort of a FIFA uh sketch I remember which I thought was really funny but it took a long time to produce and it wasn't the most um like relatable necessarily, you know, but it's funny for people who know about FIFA basically. So, um, you know, I was just trying different topics. It was more uh, topical, I guess, Mm -hmm. as opposed to um, just, you know, finding a a culture, I guess, to uh, serve. Is that FIFA the one that took
0: you 60 hours to make?
1: yeah it took me a while. yeah. I
0: remember hearing you in an interview say like you you spent sixty hours on some videos that got nothing and then like twenty minutes on one that'll like blow up.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that one that took twenty minutes was uh, if Jack Dawson was from Wisconsin, which was just as it was actually a stand up bit that I couldn't get to work very well on stage. Uh-huh. so i I was like, but it's funny.' And I was like, "What if I could just make a video and show that on, well, why don't I just make a video, you know? So that's kind of where that came from.
0: Yeah. What, what struck me and I, 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 my ADD took me into the 60 hour thing, but like you said, you were working on more topical videos as opposed (laughs) to something you said culture or something. You said another
1: word there, but, um, Uh, Oh, I I think serving a culture, serving a
0: culture. yeah. Yeah
1: yeah so I mean that's you know taking okay, it's the standup thing, right like what what's the first thing you do when you come up with your stand-up set or you know I mean a wave a lot of people start is writing 10 facts about themselves. So it's kind of like in that same 10 facts you write about yourself, is there that's what you know the best. So, is there a, a niche in there that's underserved or that really you know speaks to you or that you just like writing jokes about? I mean, it's just a good place to start and uh, give yourself a platform uh, to grow from, I guess, you know.
0: Yeah, that could almost be a good place to start for a comic struggling is like, okay, list ten facts about you, and then for the next ten weeks, or the next ten videos you do, make each video about one of those facts and see if anything sticks.
1: Yeah, 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 because you, you'll have plenty more where that comes from, you know? And it's also nice because I think a lot of people suffer from just sort of writer's block. But if you say like you have to come up with 10 facts about yourself, that can eliminate that. And then if you say, okay, each of those facts, you have to write a bit about, you know, three minutes or like uh, just three bullet points even. It's something you can complete in a day, and again get that momentum.
0: Um, how do you how do you create so much? How do you generate so many ideas, dude? Just scrolling through your feed, every idea is just like a hitter, and it's so like specific and well written and executed. Like, what it what is like now the creative process behind this machine you've built?
1: Well, yeah, thank you. I mean, actually, when I get off of this, I'm going to get on a creative meeting with um my the producers and um and you know just gonna throw a bunch of ideas off the wall and see what what sticks like and it's it's you know everything there's no bad ideas it's like bizarre ideas stupid ideas things you know are stupid but you're gonna say anyway uh because you never know they could make like a even if it's not going to make like a three-minute sketch, it's it'll make maybe a TikTok. You know, maybe it's worth trying. Maybe it's dumb, but maybe it inspires something else. So just having those consistent creative brainstorms, and then also just you know having uh, my notes section on my phone is just obvious. As I'm sure every comedian's is is just full of a bunch of half-baked, terrible ideas. But at some point, they could inspire something uh, down the road. So. How many people are on your team now? Uh, Two.
0: Two. Oh, two in addition to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, So you guys will meet up like, so basically you're walking through the world as funny people looking for ideas and then you'll all meet together once a week or something and like see what sticks?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, we, we work together all week like because we have the podcast. So someone edits that and then, you know, we have a weekly video. Someone's editing that so everyone does different jobs in the producing aspect. Oh, and then, cool. okay. you know, and then just, yeah, once a week or yeah, it's pretty much once a week. If we can, uh, we just go through these ideas, upcoming videos. And the more you can stay a couple videos ahead, too. The more you can be more creative and not in that space of oh man i need to think of something you know
0: yeah same thing with podcasting if if, yeah if you're if it's weekly i mean you've you've done over 300 of these and i've i've been up at like 4 a.m to release this at 8 a.m you know like yeah i've done a lot of that
1: and and that's the thing too is to try and avoid that because i think that just leads to the burnout and that's the other you know, end of it. And I'm not great at that part. I've burnt out many times, but you know, if you can just be in that more creative, Oh, it's a couple of weeks off. We don't need this. Or, uh, you're getting the sleep. You need simple, stupid stuff like that does help. So,
0: yeah, that's, it seems, and that's something looking at the team aspect. And this is something I heard Andrew Schultz talk about was Mm -hmm. comedy almost being more of a team sport now. And he's like, you can do it alone, but he's like, you're competing against us, you know? And he has like three other people on his team, at least in front of the camera. I'm not sure how many he has altogether, but it seems more than ever, comedy is becoming more of a team sport, which is interesting.
1: It's so much more fun that way. I have people I collaborate with and it, look, it makes sense because you're getting their followers. They're getting your followers. You're both rising, you cross post the video. Uh, Facebook and those things like to see collaboration. So it only helps. And uh, the more you see is like, there's enough for everybody, uh, just the, the better. It, first of all, it's true. There's not a, any limits on, yes. um, you, you know, what it. a million people can sell out dates. There are plenty of dates on the books uh, at all these clubs. There's plenty of time for people to get out there. If you have an audience that'll come see you, and there's just more people being added to the world every day so you know uh, uh so get, get those fans before our population goes extinct you know so uh we'll be we'll be fine but it's way more fun to collaborate i have so much more fun doing videos with other people than i do just doing them by myself
0: yeah you said something interesting there with facebook likes to see collaborations is, is it mm-hmm. something within the algorithm if they see like accounts connection
1: yeah you know now that i say that i don't know if that's still a thing in the algorithm i believe it was at one point i believe Uh youtube also had it because you know they create those creator centers and facebook a buddy of mine went to a meeting of facebook creators that they put together and they do i mean facebook likes it brings more people to the uh to the platform i think and they have cross-posting Uh, methods enabled I doubt they would have those enabled if that didn't if that wasn't something they wanted you to do but yeah just it makes sense to uh, find other people creating and put your brain together and I mean it's the same reason musical artists feature on each other's uh, albums and all that and uh, you know it's fun and it brings audiences in yeah
0: I think that is the old mindset in comedy is like every man for himself. I think it is more collaborative and that's the culture of the hot Breathiverse. here is positive and supportive because when I started 11 years ago, I was alone and confused and there wasn't (laughs) anyone on an open mic who, who was like, here, let me, let me help you out here. I mean, it was just all uphill and I'm like, if I can create a platform for comics to not have to go through all that unnecessary suffering just for the sake of like, proving whatever it's like no if you can just get a safe space to develop as a comic you're gonna get that much funnier faster and comedy's better for it
1: exactly i mean look i'm sure that there's a you know certain comedian out there who doesn't like hearing any of this but that's (laughs) cool that's cool like you, you don't have to you don't have to like it i've just found it's easier and i tried doing the open mic thing for a long long time and here's the truth but i wasn't that good doing open mic I was okay you know I had a decent eight minutes but uh it wasn't until I ended up like selling a show that I did my first headline thing and at that point I only had eight minutes but once you develop it enough and you run it enough times and you get up on stage and you do it and then you do it like I don't know 300 more times if you have you know over the next year and a half I mean, you become really good, really fast. So I think it only helps you become a better stand up to get that stage time. I mean, I'm not saying support. anything groundbreaking there, but it's an easy way to do it and a fun way to do it. So why not?
0: Yeah. Oh, and Christopher Graves is saying hi from Wisconsin.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, you know, tell him to watch out for deer. That's what we got to tell him, uh, tell him that tells folks I says hi. Okay. All right, real good. And it's it's a heat wave out there. It's 45 degrees today. It is just balmy. I might go go tan.
0: Yeah. Um, well We got to keep her moving here. Uh So, uh I, well played. You like that?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You like yeah, that? It was as well, well placed. Yeah. Thank very you. Very good.
0: Part part of me thinks I'm the dab. I don't know. The like I I went through I released a comedy special called The Trophy Husband. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is the brand. But then my wife isn't, she doesn't want to be in the picture at all. Like, so I feel yeah. like me being the trophy husband, it kind of puts some sort of pressure on her, you know?
1: So, it was just a funny thing you say. My wife doesn't want to be in the picture at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know this is the wrong podcast for that, I think. <laughs> it's like, no, I get it, but you, yeah. you're developing your stuff just around your yourself. Yeah,
0: I don't yeah, yeah I don't want is she, I want to take her out she was in the special and whatnot, but I want, for mm. the next uh next chapter of my career, I want to make sure she's insulated and not involved in any yeah. thing in the material side. So now I've been looking mm-hmm. like I've been trying to like dab and hashtag bring back the dab and like I've been like mm. <laughs>
1: It's an interesting hashtag. I've yet to, uh, hashtag it, but I like where you're going with that. <laughs> that was such a, Hmm. Mm. Mm. I can't say I approve of that, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see where you may go with it.
0: Well, what I'm going will... to do is list 10 things about me, 10 facts, and I'm going to work from there.
1: Um... There you go. There you go. Yeah. It's, that's, that's, that's the only advice I really offered. So, you know, yeah. But
0: maybe your um is the part in your career where people told you to get a voice coach and you're like, I'll just make an entire company.
1: Like, inst- I'll just make a social media movement about it instead, yeah. you
0: know. So never mind. So,
1: no, no, never listen to anybody but yourself. That is 100% the deal. So I hope you didn't read too much into my um, you know, no, I... I f- was very fond of your dab. I just didn't want to say it out loud. I yeah.
0: I'm just wow. glad it wasn't an OPE. That's what I'm. Yeah. I'm oh, say <laughs> oh. <laughs> OPE, <opal>, you dab. <laughs> oh, mm. all right, not too bad there. All right, That's we're working good. it out here. We're working it out. Yeah. Uh, and b- before we get into in- into some people's questions here, the 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 last thing I wanted to ask you about is your business sense. Like it's mm-hmm. one thing to be able to get views and, like, create content that connects with people. But, like, then, too, you really seem to be savvy about how you, I mean, you collaborate. I mean, you have your own beer, your merch, like, music. Like, can maybe put some game out there about, like, the business side of what you're doing and how comics can learn from that.
1: I think, yeah, you you just don't get too overwhelmed by it. But, um, you know, as soon as you have an audience, you have people who will be interested in buying shirts or whatever. And, you know, we really tried to do ours in a way that was like representative of Wisconsin. So I'm representing the Midwest. So all the stuff is like made in the US and then also printed in wisconsin which also is a terrible business move so uh you know it's uh it's great it makes you feel good but it's not the most business uh savvy thing you can do um but that's okay i think it's a it's a good thing to do and I uh, i don't know i think basically though you've you learn the business side as you move through this and it's not a big deal if you screw something up because you're basically as soon as Things start to take off where the point to the point of where you can make money. You're essentially going to college for business, you know, because at least you'll fail enough tests that that feels like the truth, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I failed enough things on that side. But don't let it get the best of you. Just keep doing your best to.
0: So, stay. are you are you at, like as you're developing ideas for your sketches and such? Are you developing ideas for business, or is it or is it
1: more kind of involved? Oh. People like, yeah, like, you. oh yeah, yeah. No, people will approach me. Yeah. That's I really do. It happens. Yeah. 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 I'm not, um, going out seeking, um, too much of it. And that's the nice thing. It's kind of like when you keep focusing on what, what you do well, uh, and what I do well is not really business or that thing, but you okay. focus on what you do well and then people who do other things well, will hopefully come to you. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause that, that's where I'm at a point with this like show is like, Man, money's cool. Like mm-hmm. especially like in in a pandemic and there's no live shows, it's like, yeah, you know, money money would be cool, you know? So, yeah. like, part of me is like, how can we monetize this? But it is also the other idea is build it and they will come as well.
1: Yeah, and I mean I... <sighs> Uh, I think a few friends do podcasts and you can get involved in a network. Uh, I don't know if whatever you do, just I think it's probably you want to maintain ownership. But then um, you can get plugged into like a thing where they sell ads over a bunch of different podcasts. I don't know much about that, but I've heard people doing that yeah I, I but again or you know even just you have merch for the pod you have shirts mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, yeah and so that then that's easy enough to just add, advertise to folks um listening so yeah true true that yeah uh-huh. that's
0: another thing i have i i'll i just don't tell people that's another thing
1: <laughs> yeah right oh yeah you tell me at the beginning and at the end and you know you yeah i don't know that's hard for me too i kind of forget that
0: but. yeah that's well it's just cool to see that's why I like interviewing people who like have success is you're 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 learning i mean we're all still trying to figure it out like no oh, one yeah. has like the exact formula it's like i sell things it works sometimes like yeah. people have ideas they bring to me like it's um it's just we're all we're all trying to figure it out as we go in a lot of ways
1: yeah. Yeah. That is kind of it. And it's always changing. It's changing. Uh, what's right today is going to be wrong tomorrow. So it just keeps you on your toes.
0: What do you think is, cause you've been creating content a long time. What do you think is next uh, in the content game or what have you seen to be consistently still a pillar of content that comics can start to apply?
1: Um, You're saying like, what, what trend or what, whatever? Yeah,
0: maybe maybe like, yeah, ask two questions at once there. Uh, Maybe like, what do you see as next up in like media, like platforms or what, how we create content, things like that
1: well uh kind of unfortunately it's a lot of this vertical video stuff which i don't think is as fun um but it's you know you can have fun with it so instagram reels and tiktok instagram is doing the thing facebook always does which is just try and buy up anyone else who's successful either buy them up or steal their ideas so they're ripping off tiktok with those um with those shorter, uh, uh, the real videos. So just make 30 second videos. That's what both of those platforms are really, uh, saying, yeah, this is what you got to do. So I just make those short videos, see if you can get some traction on either platform and then you'll be set when the next thing comes, I'm not smart enough to know two steps down the way. I just tend to know like what you can do to improve your viewers today. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of, are you familiar difficult. with YouTube shorts yet? Yeah. I, I mean, actually I'm not that familiar with it. I saw a thing on Reddit about those, but you just basically upload your TikToks and hashtag shorts. Is that it?
0: Yeah. I think they're, it sounds like they're making a move like to really become almost like a more short form, um, platform cause they're testing it in India. And then they're going to release, yeah. they're going to like announce it in March here in America. Yeah. But I think in India, it was actually a separate app, I believe. It was like a YouTube Shorts app and uh, then a YouTube app. So they're they're making some sort of
1: moves there. I'm not sure what. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it's, I mean, YouTube has really not been successful in much of anything outside of just the video player, I think. I mean, it's obviously very successful with more long form series, mm-hmm. but when it comes to this... I'll be interested to see if they can compete with it or if it's gonna be like Google Hangouts, you know? Which we're on on Zoom right now, so.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great analogy, yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: uh, To get into a few questions here, we have a few more minutes, kiddos. Um, Ben Webb uh, is asking, uh, how are some ways you have been able to get more people to engage
1: with your content?
0: that is something i've heard you talk about is like creating content that connects yeah how do you create Mm -hmm. that content that connects
1: well i think putting things in that people can relate to is a big deal you know once you post your stuff if there's a part you want to highlight you know or a comment you want to highlight i think that's important you know like or there's something in the video itself that uh you can make another joke about like it's kind of a opportunity for another joke and then people have to watch the video to get that and then they comment on it or just when people say something just comment back at them treat the people you have the fans you have it's almost like serve the fans you have uh right there not the fans you're trying to get but as you serve your fans more fans will come
0: oh and you're saying so if there's a joke within the video you almost make that part of the
1: caption of the video to entice yeah. people yeah 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 it, you kind of it's like a, it'd be a topper and stand up or something like that oh
0: they, oh yeah. very nice nice oh we just got a two dollar super chat from brent
1: whoa talking about monetizing yo i seriously that's two bucks <laughs> i'll send you an invoice for one dollar of that i'm i'm gonna do it <laughs> that's a finder's fee these are my fans joel that's a finders fee there. <laughs> hilarious. hilarious
0: so uh the let's do a few more here uh fat thor podcast is asking how and when did you dude, dad and holderness start creating together
1: so yeah it started off i started creating with the you betcha guy miles and then he had created something with taylor who's the dude dead guy so uh, I was in LA um, for something and I hit up Taylor uh, or Taylor reached out to me saying, he yeah, had worked with Miles. So it's kind of that whole thing. And then Taylor asked us if we wanted to do this Husbands of Target video. Uh, Penn was in that video. So, you know, you just kind of one leads to another. And uh, that's a great thing to do if you can that's actually what we're going to talk about as well. as just more collabs and stuff like that this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that had me almost thinking like someone at my level, is it, would it be like, I guess you collab across the aisle in a sense, almost like I, I wouldn't like reach out to you and be like, yo, will you lift me up type deal? Is it more, you kind of reach across?
1: Well, I think you look for people at your same following or a similar following and the more, the higher you go, I think, or the level of creator But I mean, you can ask anybody and, but the more you go, you want to bring something else to the table. Like, can you bring a full script to the table? Can Like, and then um, the higher you go also, you want to like write that character, make that person like the star of it and you're supporting in the sketch, you know? But if you bring something that fits it's also good writing practice. You know, if you're into screenwriting, it's like writing a script for I don't know, CSI or whatever. You write in that style, that format, say yeah, I think this would work great for you. Um, let me know if you want to do it, you know. Great.
0: Yeah. Well when I have an idea, you betcha. Okay. that's, well, <laughs> so, that's not your channel, but still. It hey, yeah. dumb. <laughs> it's
1: <a> universal phrase.
0: <laughs> uh, Bob Kirk. On average, uh, is there an optimum time duration for content?
1: Um, you know, on Facebook, uh, it's over three minutes. Um, yeah. and then, uh, you know, TikTok is shorter, quicker, better. Same with reels, you know, uh, whatever you need to say to get the joke and get out, uh, Facebook's algorithm just likes longer videos but and then i think youtube's algorithm also prefers longer videos i think podcasts actually work well on youtube because the longer it goes the more ads it can serve so
0: yeah it's it's all yeah platform specific yeah all right uh maybe two more here real quick uh lua's arc this is ash bt dub With a Mm. smiley face. You know Ash? Nice, nice. Ash, uh, yes, I do. With the smiley face, right?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's her last name, actually. It's Ash Smiley Face. You know her last name. It's a family name. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Come from a long line of faces. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Ash is asking, how long did it take for either of you to realize people came to the place you were performing primarily to see you perform?
1: Um, good question. Yeah. For me, it was, it, it went from people that I paid for their ticket yeah. <laughs> at in a bringer show. I was like, yeah, it'll be free, you know, yep. but it was a bringer show. I was just getting them in uh, there. It went from that to selling out a uh, theater That's how quick it was. Uh, Oh,
0: the video pops and then now you're just selling Video pops
1: and, yeah, selling out. Yeah, so, um, but yeah. So for me, it was not doing the clubs until people were like, oh, I'm here to see you. It was that other way, so. Yeah, I mean, mine,
0: I did a self-produced tour. I did a Trophy Husband tour promoting my special 2019. And, like, uh, in Houston, actually, I had – a few, I mean, by several, I mean, there's probably five people that came out to see me, which was really cool. But I, 2020 was like my second long run on the road where I was starting to build email list and like a somewhat of like people, like maybe next time three people would have come to see me or something, you know? So like mm-hmm. I was more on the road route and then quarantine mm-hmm. hit. So uh, I'll get back to you, Ash, when I'm in your town and you can be the first there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the hustle. That is, yeah, that email list more important than you think. Yep, it, it, you <clears throat> own that list.
1: Yeah, yeah. Instagram
0: could close tomorrow. I
1: know. Yeah.
0: Um. So, Brent, to, we'll just do the final question here. Brent with a two dollar super chat is asking, "How do you keep it fun when it starts to feel like work?"
1: Um. Yeah, I think that you just get creative and goofy with it. And you just look for things that'll make you laugh and uh, just kind of follow the passion because a ton of it feels like work. And just don't set the expectation that it's not gonna feel like work. Because I mean, whether it's taxes or, you know, uh, the business end of it, there's, or, you know, Facebook or YouTube demonetize you for some false claim on your page. I mean, it's going to feel like work a bunch of days. So just expect that. And then, uh, you know, just be grateful for the days I feel like they're fun, you know,
0: and be grateful that that work is what you want to do. And it's not like working and like renting cars or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Uh, if you're coming up, you know, always get a shitty job initially, you know, uh, yeah. just, for, I mean, whether you're 16 or whatever, I, I've been working since I was uh, young, pretty young, but I think working so many bad jobs really uh, reiterates how- What was your you worst? Lucky you one. Uh, I would say stack in milk um, at the, at Century. Yeah, I wasn't- uh, Yeah, I was not, you know, for a guy from Wisconsin, I just wasn't that interested in the dates on the milk carton. So uh, I got yelled at every day. And then, uh, yeah, I burned some brats after that. And then it was game over. But I was like 12 at the time. So that sounds legal. Yeah, (laughs) that
0: sounds legal.
1: Yeah, I was 12 burning brats. It's totally safe. I might have been 13. I could legally work, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they hired me. Eh, that doesn't always say much. But yeah. anyway, it's not around anymore. So there you go.
0: What was your like worst bomb? Is there a bomb that you just will never forget?
1: Oh, yeah. I know. It was the first time I was doing stand-up. First time I was doing stand-up, I just wrote this hilarious bit. Expected it to crush. Got up on stage. Froze. Forgot it. Deer in the headlights. I And then I eventually just started improvising and got a little bit of a laugh but it was like a laugh off of a just terrible terrible bomb it was a like, well that didn't work
0: right that was yeah.
1: a, when, when well that didn't work is your biggest laugh in a set you know you bombed pretty good uh and then it just took me months to get back on stage after that so. oh you took a big break from that bomb i i did but then what happened was I needed to, uh, to host an event, so I was like, "I'm not going to do this again at this event." So I really just forced myself to get up on stage a lot. So, well, this is uh, thanks for getting
0: up and doing this show, man. Seriously. Oh, right. absolutely!
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we always end these with like uh, two things. It's um, one, what is what is like your best advice? What is your favorite advice for like comics that you could bestow upon us, like? closing advice for the next generation of comics out there
1: uh just keep creating that's it keep creating if you're create every day and uh it could be some small could be some big but create every day and uh have fun with it create every day and have
0: fun with it and the the final would you mind uh looking at the camera saying your name and why people should listen to hot breath
1: yep uh, Hey there folks. It's Charlie host, of the man to walk minute. You should be listening to hot breath because you know, it's cold out there and a little hot breath feels good on, on your hands when you're trying to plow. Okay. Real good.
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Barron's show him some love. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this, Charlie. You're the man.
1: All right. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon.
0: There it is. Hot breath a verse. We are all in this together. You are not alone in this comedy journey, and Charlie shares that same sentiment. So, if you found this episode helpful and inspiring, reach out to Charlie on social media. Let him know how much you enjoyed hearing him on Hot Breath Podcast, how helpful his tips were, and reach out to us. Connect with us. If you are not in our free Facebook group yet, it is linked in the description of this episode. We do a daily writing club in there. We're always brainstorming jokes. We are all about helping each other get better together. And if you actually want to level up your comedy and become a professional, we have our own special comedian incubator called Hot Breath Pro, where you can connect with other motivated comics aspiring to become professionals and get tools that are going to help you all become professionals faster. I love helping comics. I love learning comedy as well, as you can see from this episode and this Hot verse all together. So whatever I can do to help, don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media at Joel Byers Comedy. I'm going to be bringing some hashtag bring back the dabs in there. So I'm excited to see what kind of content you start to create as well. And thank you for listening. Thank you to my wife for making the theme song to this podcast. And we will see you right here next Monday only on Hot Breath.